Welcome to the Dog Nerd Show, where we geek out over our best friends. I'm Megan. And I'm Michael, and this is a show about all things dog. Hey, everybody. Today, we are talking about the Akita. Yeah, this is a breed I don't know much about, and so it was really exciting to meet and greet one for the first time. I think ever for me. I don't think I've ever met an Akita. I don't know if I have. I know we've got some neighbors that have them because I see them walking them, but um, this might have been the first time. And we picked the coldest day of the winter. Yeah, you can't see on the <laughs> you you can't see on the on the video, but it, it was literally snowing. And uh, you know, there's there's kids in the background. I think they were practicing soccer and football, and 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 some people working out. And I'm like, man, it is so cold. And and the ground. It had rained or something, but the ground was wet and it, it, your feet, it was just, oh, it's really cold. It but was a very cold day. I mean, I guess a good day for an Akita because they have such a thick coat. Uh, but he, yeah, he was like, yeah, this is normal. Yeah. I don't know. He was like, who are you people and what are we doing here? <laughs> exactly. So in saying that, you know, Akitas are very loyal to their people, but they mm-hmm. are a little aloof around strangers because they are meant to be a protection dog. So definitely, and you know, he's a rescue and more recently rescued. So there's obviously some time and acclimation it takes for a rescue, but these are an ancient Japanese breed Mm. and very highly regarded in Japan. Um, They're pretty tenacious dogs for what they were bred to do. I mean, going after wild boar and bears. So pretty hardcore, these guys. And Megan said fastidious earlier to me and said, do you know what that means? And of course I said... You didn't even pronounce it right. <laughs> I said, no. I said, I don't know what it means. According to the AKC, they're fastidious. Fastidious. I still don't know what it means, <laughs> but it sounds interesting. Could it mean that they're neat and tidy? I, I don't know. So um, definitely a shedding dog. You know, we will. Yeah, they got two coats. So, yeah. Yeah. yeah I mean, they, they, they got to stay warm and we needed it that day. Yeah, he, he was probably the warmest, the warmest of, all of, of all of us, although his little feet probably were cold. Yeah, anyway, anyway, we digress. <laughs> um, so, you know, a, a shedding dog for sure, but a very loyal dog, a very um, loved and revered dog by its family. And, um, you know, we don't really need to say much because we ha- we interviewed Denise, who is a an aficionado mm-hmm. of uh, this breed. She has had many. She uh, works with rescue. She works with a senior rescue organization. So we'll just let her fill you in on the Akita. All right. We are here with Denise and Kiko. And Kiko is a rescued Akita. She absolutely is. They thought she was about 10 years old, but I think she's a few years younger because she has a whole heck of a lot of energy. She is so beautiful. And she's newly rescued, so she's still learning. And she's still acclimating to being with her new family. So um, let's talk about the Akita as a whole. And because this is not your first, right? No, it's not my first rodeo with the Akitas, <laughs> as they would say. Um, she's actually my fifth. Uh, I got into the breed accidentally. I had a yellow lab sunny and we were in the newspaper for my pet first aid and CPR classes. And some lady was just happening to be at her doctor's appointment and saw the newspaper and saw our picture and said, you look like you, you're someone who could help. Oh, wow. And from that point, I rescued my first Akita. 
Her name was Sushi. Aww. And just fell in love with the breed. They aren't for everyone. Okay. But Akitas are considered the treasure of Japan. Wow. And people, when um, a lady is pregnant, instead of sounding flowers or candy, they often give them a little Akita statue. Wow. It's a token of good luck and good fortune and good health. Aww. So uh, a lot of people in Japan these days don't actually have Akitas because of space requirements. Mm -hmm. They might have the Shiba Inu or even poodles, little yeah. poodles, but they are really a treasured um, animal and I have found them to be so special. Well, she is just a doll. I mean, I, I'm, I know she doesn't want me coming up and loving on her, but I could just give her a hug because she's got that sweet, soft face and those just beautiful eyes. So if someone is thinking about an Akita, I'm guessing they should. Oh my goodness. And she's just barely starting on the legs right now. So, I mean, you don't really see much, but there are times when Akitas twice a year blow coat yep. and you can almost pluck them like a chicken. Not that I would ever pluck a chicken, but I'm just saying that, that term. Yeah. We and are familiar with the <laughs> plucking of the undercoat. It comes out and it's just like, where did all of that come from? It is. And when they're washed and they're blown dry, they're beautiful. But twice a year, you can make another Akita. <laughs> so definitely if you don't want a shedding dog and Akita is not for you but if you don't mind the shedding um what about like barking are they real bar barking no vocal? they're not okay um there's a nice woo woo and a howl but if they actually bark you better listen okay because they're telling you something's going on wow but they are not a yappy barky kind of dog so it's really um a message my previous Akita Bonsai, um, the only time she really barked was when she had cornered a rattlesnake in oh. our yard. Oh my goodness. Which didn't turn out too good, but fortunately I knew first aid and we got her through it oh. and lived to tell about oh it and gosh. happily ever after too. Wow. But it's like, like I said, when they bark, you listen because that means something. Okay, now with the vocalizing, do they do it much like a husky does or is it just kind of well, it would be a bark of a warning, but you know, if it's just somebody at the door or her daddy coming home from work, it'll be a nice long howl. Aww. And it's, it's really cute. And you know, the tail will, although she's a little tense right now, but the tail will curl up okay. and it's just, you know, it's just, she's like a great big huggable bear. Aww. But that said, <laughs> you know, you, you do have to let an Akita warm up and get to know you. Um, at one point we had two Akitas in a black lab. And I always said with the black lab, it was like, mommy, mommy, what can I do for you? <laughs> and with the Akitas, it was like, mom, what are you gonna come do for us? Yep. <laughs> <laughs> you know, so it's a little bit of a different personality, but they are fiercely loyal. That's what I have heard, that they are really protective of their families and they are, they're maybe a little more aloof than say a lab because they're they're like, okay, I'm not sure about you. I, you got, you got to, you got to prove to me that you're okay. <laughs> exactly. You have to kind of, yeah, earn their trust. But once you do, and they are very protective of their family, but it has been my experience and hopefully my husband doesn't have hurt feelings. They really gravitate towards one person in the family. Okay. And I have connected particularly with my, the three female Akitas I've had so closely. It's just such an amazing bond. Yeah. So, oh, look at, you're getting a little yeah. sniff now. Yeah. 
baby. Thank you so much. So this is Kiko. Um, like I said, possibly an eight-year-old Akita. Um, we rescued her from a shelter. She, she'd been there for over a month, so there was been a lot of decompressing, you know, yeah. from being in that shelter atmosphere. Yeah. But like we were saying, you know, every few days we see some blossoming, and I know she's going to be a great friend and family oh, member. Absolutely. Now, um, I guess there's probably a good bit of grooming with the breed, with you know, well, the thing, keeping... yeah, the thing is that undercoat, because yeah. if you don't get that brushed out, it does mat. And mats, uh, I like to explain, that are kind of like an afghan or something like you knit. Yeah. And it really can even keep heat close to the body. Mm -hmm. So besides making sores on the skin as it pulls, it can be very uncomfortable and can cause a pet to overheat. Okay. She doesn't need a haircut. Yeah. But the Just brushing. The brushing and Ferminator is your friend. <laughs> yes, exactly. Exactly. Do they have any um, health conditions that, that, that are known in this breed or are they generally a pretty healthy breed? Pretty healthy breed. Um, my last one, he was actually a Chiquita because he was part Chow, part Akita. Okay. He did blow out both ACLs and they're a large, you know, more powerful breed. So sometimes joint injuries and arthritis um, do come about. But, you know, most of our dogs, if we're lucky enough to have them into their senior years, something's going to happen. Sure. Absolutely. Um, they tend to like fish. So, you know, salmon diet does well, but I, of course I mix up her proteins, but um, some of these Northern breeds, they do really well on fish and getting fish oils to keep yeah. their coats shiny and their skin not flaky. That's great, that's awesome. So um, I, I bet that really is good Food compared to shelter food that she had. <laughs> I think so. I think, well, she's, it's funny though, because you would think she would have been, you know, thinner at the shelter. She was actually quite heavy. She's already lost eight pounds in wow. two months. And we're doing walks several times a day and she loves her walks. And now that she's comfortable with the neighborhood, she, you know, parades with her tail curled up. Aww. And I think, you know, it really feels proud and confident. That's but we're, we haven't done a whole lot of, you know, trips other places yet. We're slowly sliding into that. Yeah. So she'll get more acclimated. Well, and as we were talking before we started, it is very important that people remember if they rescue a dog to give it time to decompress because we don't know what they've been through and they're adjusting to a new life, a new family, new surroundings and possibly children and so on and so forth. So that's a, that's a good reminder. Hey. Well, that's it. And even if they're thinking, hey, this is a good thing, they're not convinced it's forever right. because obviously something happened. Yeah. I always say animals that are in the shelter aren't broken. It was the people that had them before that didn't take the time to train them or look after them so that they didn't slip away or develop yeah. bad manners or things like that. It's usually on us. It's usually the humans that mess things up, right? Yeah, and then <laughs> for... we set them up for disaster. Yeah. So um, would this be a good family dog? So, you know, a family that has children, young children, what, you know, I guess it you depends know, it, on. It can be. Very often people say if they have children, they should get a little dog. But I sort of disagree with that yeah. because then they're towering, even a toddler's towering over a small dog and they're intimidating that dog. Mm -hmm. And one pet in particular, I really try to discourage people if they have small children or things like bunnies because bunnies are prey animals. Everything preys on a bunny. Yeah. And if a toddler's going, you yeah. know, trying to play, it's yeah. very scary. So 
I actually think I was raised by a Great Dane. Oh, wow. So maybe I'm a little biased, <laughs> but I think large dogs can be great around kids. But the key is don't set up the dog or the kid for disaster. Yep. Supervise, supervise, supervise. Amen to that. <laughs> teach your children just like you're going to teach the dog how to interact because a lot of those small dogs, you have a child that's real grabby and squeezy. And that can, we had that happen just with a Yorkie that a, fa a family that was visiting came over and the little girl was just like, and it was, it traumatized him. He yeah. did not want anything to do with little kids anymore after that. Well, and see, then that's the thing. It's like you, those first impressions are yep. so important and it really is hard to correct that behavior afterwards. So yes, supervise and then, you know, give the, the human children a few rules because it's yes. easier to give them rules than it is the <laughs> dog about, you know, not sticking fingers in the ears or pulling the tail or bothering them when they're eating or yes. sleeping. Just so important and that adults remember those things too. Oh my goodness. Yes, it is. So um, would this be a good dog for a first time dog owner? I would probably say no. Okay. Okay. Um, it's a wonderful dog. It's a wonderful breed. But when you're getting your first dog, you want one that you can hug on and that's going to be easier to train. And, you know, just that's going to make the path easier so that you're going to be a lifelong dog lover. Yeah. Uh, I think these dogs are fabulous and everyone is a unique individual, but they are, you picked the perfect word before when you said aloof. Yeah. And their big paws can be like suction cups. And if they don't want to move, <laughs> They're not going to move. I can tell how strong she is just by watching her on her harness. But yeah. Um, and I think, too, you know, what is the obviously she's a senior, mm -hmm. but what's the activity level for this breed? You know, do they require a lot of exercise? Well, they do because otherwise they're going to eat and pack on the pounds. Mm -hmm. So they do need to be exercised, but you actually, like with training, you almost have to force an Akita to exercise very often. Okay. Sometimes they will try to be a couch potato, but I'm just thrilled with Kika that she really loves her walks. So it doesn't seem to be a problem. And see this big bear? She loves her little stuffed toys. I saw that on your Facebook. <laughs> she took a hedgehog, a, a fake hedgehog for a walk the other day. Aww. And I had all of my uh, stuffed animals out of my trunk from my pet first aid and CPR classes. And all of a sudden, one at a time, they were being run up the stairs. And one of them was a great big yellow lab. It was funny seeing her go around the corner and up the stairs with it. And she has, she's found this place in the dining room that's her spot. Okay. Cause she can watch the chipmunks out the window. <laughs> but she's encircled with her stuffed animals. Oh my goodness. So, I mean, big tough dog. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> Anything else that people should know if they're thinking that they want to have an Akita as part of their family? Well, I think you should do your research um, and really understand more of the behavior traits, but also remember each one's a unique individual and you have to give them time. And maybe if you're not ready for an Akita, maybe you could read the book Hachiko or see the movie. Yes. And it's such a tearjerker. I used to actually, Megan, teach a high school animal care class. And for the very last um, day of class after their final exam, we'd watch that movie. Oh, wow. And I told them if they didn't cry, they didn't pass the course. <laughs> <laughs> because it's just very briefly, it's a wonderful story. And it's a true story about an Akita that was so loyal. She kept coming to the um, train station for about seven years after her, her owner had actually passed away, expecting him still to get off that train. And then they made a statue, They right? did. Yes. I think it's in... Uh, 
I can't remember now, I don't want to say the wrong name in Japanese, but in one of the squares, yeah, right there, there is a statue. I mean, what a testament to why we revere dogs so much. Well, that's it. They just are so incredibly loyal. And I was blessed during the time I was um, in California that uh, some veterinary students from Tokyo every year would come to take my pet first aid class and I'd show them around American shelters. And when they heard right away that I had an Akita, they got all giddy. And at the time, the first one I had, her name was Sushi, and they all laughed hysterically. And it was so funny because they weren't laughing at any of my jokes, but they were being polite not laughing at me but when they heard my dog was named sushi they laughed and it realized you know it's kind of like if we name a dog hamburger yeah <laughs> or french fryer exactly <laughs> that is so funny well um if there's anything else we should know about these guys well it's with any dog but in this breed in particular just give them that time when you're convinced this is the right dog for you it really can be a match made in heaven but like i was saying every few months we're going to notice more and more blossoming with her like i've noticed with others and you have to give them time and space and before long you're going to see that they're just as loyal as any other dog and you know will love you and they'll actually let you give them a hug and a belly rub too. <laughs> Well, I just love her. She is, I, her spirit is sweet. Like I just get this sweetness out of her eyes and I can't wait to see you guys in a few months and see how she's opened up even more. Well, thank you. When I heard about her in the shelter, I looked up the name Kiko because that was the name she had already had and it meant um, joyous child. Aww. So, you know, I'm hoping that in time, more of that inner joy is gonna come out, but I'll tell you at home, we're already seeing it. I, and, and based on what she does with her little stuffed animals, I see <laughs> the joyous child in her. That is so cute. Well, thank you so much for being here with us today. And Kiko, oh. thank you so much. You My pleasure. Konnichiwa, she says. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, Denise is just such a wonderful lady. And especially since she, recently, maybe a couple of years ago, moved here from California and <laughs> we meet on a freezing cold day at a park. Right. I don't think any of us knew how cold it was going to be. We thought there could be some inclement weather, um, but we, we were like, oh, it didn't snow. So let's just go out and stand in a field and talk about dogs. Yeah. But the, you could tell that she, she loved, knew and loved this breed and, and it came through in the video and in her interview. And i you know, I learned something I didn't know and, and a lot of great information uh, that I think if you're out there considering this breed, I think you can take a lot away from this interview and from from Denise. Did you know that the, what is it, Hachiko story? I, I hope I'm pronouncing that right. The one where I was like, oh yeah, I saw the movie. Yeah, so that's the one where the Akita for nine years, and it's based on a true story, waited in a train station for his recently deceased owner. His owner had died unexpectedly, and uh, that dog, true story, waited for nine years and they actually erected a statue mm -hmm. in that dog's honor because of his loyalty. Yeah, so when it says these dogs are loyal, they're not fooling around, that's for sure. But right. yeah, what a what a fantastic breed. Um, one that I was not very familiar with, that I had very little, if any, interaction with one. And Definitely I, not for everyone. Definitely, per, well, 
probably not for your first time dog owner. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, they, they do require a lot of training. Um, you've got to socialize these guys really well. Um, otherwise they can tend towards aggression according to what we've read. Um, you know, and they are, they are loyal, they are family dogs. So they are going to be a great family dog. They're going to be protective of their family. So, um, you know, definitely need some really good training, but just, a Denise is a great woman, uh, you know, just a wealth of knowledge about this breed and such a cool dog. And, you know, they really do kind of look like bears. Yeah. Yeah. They, they really do. And and when she said that and I started to really look at the, I'm like, yeah, yeah. it's just like a, a black bear. Yeah. You know? Like a small bear. So that's very interesting. And stay tuned because Denise is probably going to make another appearance on a future upcoming show. And I think you don't want to miss that. Yeah. I won't give away any more than that, but it's uh, very interesting. Um, so she's a wealth of knowledge and a, a neat lady. So very, very much so. We want to hear all about your Akita if you have one or if you've ever had one. So please comment below. Or, you know, if you don't have one, comment about what you learned and, you know, any anything that we taught you because uh, we hope to be informative and, and educational. So um, please let us know what you thought. Make sure to like this video and subscribe to our channel so you get notifications every time we have a new episode, which is every other week. And you can be sure we will deliver you some sort of dog nerdy goodness. So um, you can find us everywhere online at Dog Nerd Show dognerdshow.com and drop us a line at dognerdshow at gmail.com. Well, until next time, folks, see ya. Bye. (laughs) 